From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Picture this. You're minding your own business when all of a sudden a live grenade rolls at your feet. There's not enough time to run to a safe distance, but you try anyway. The person in front of you realizes the situation and reacts, diving onto the live grenade just as it blows. Wow, that man just saved your life. But what if I told you the man that jumped on that grenade also threw that grenade? And he's immortal, so the damage inflicted upon him only damaged the human part of him. Once he saves you from the grenade he threw, he wants to be seen as your savior. He even threatens a severe punishment if you don't accept him as your savior. Sound familiar? The Christian deity plans, creates, and detonates a grenade and then demands praise and respect for it. No thank you. I don't bow to tyrants. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Thank oh. you. Hey, there we go. Now we All have right. white balance that looks halfway decent. That's cool. That's cool. Like All right. That. No, I have. I don't have any questions. You'll you may, either make me look bad or I'll make me look bad. One of us will. <laughs> Usually, I just trip over myself, so we'll be. You'll be fine. All right. Retired pastor, author, podcaster, Reverend Doctor Bill Tanya Britton. Here we go. It's a mouthful. Look this up here. All right. Today's special guest is retired pastor, author, and podcaster, Reverend Doctor Bill Tenny Britton. Welcome to the show, Doctor. Thank hey, Reverend. All right. I'm not really sure how to address you, sir. <laughs> Just, Bill. Just Bill. It works Just really well. Bill. That's what my mom and dad called me. It must be a good thing to have, you know. There you go. There you go. Well, thanks you for taking the time. Thanks for coming on. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do, Bill. I, um, 40 years as a pastor, retired last year. Um, I have been 20 years in the church consulting uh, business, uh, church coaching, leadership coaching, developing products, writing books. Um, producing videos, training pastors across the nation um, to grow their churches, which is primarily my my shtick. It's all about making disciples, and if you make disciples, you grow your church. That's just where I'm at. So um, let's grow our church not by uh, reactivating or stealing, you know, from each other. Let's let's do it by making new disciples of Jesus. So that that's kind of what I do. Um, I've written uh, literally a dozen books, working on number thirteen. <laughs> Jeez. And um, have produced, I don't know, written several thousand articles. I'm the managing editor of Net Results Magazine, been around since 1980. Um, I'm the fourth editor. Uh, wow. So, I mean, I'm, I kind of have my figures. I teach at Phillips Seminary. Good grief. Uh, so, you know, I, I, in, in my spare time, I <laughs> do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, man. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. I don't it know is. how you find the time. I'm committed to it. It's, you know, I, I got into this business. You know, a lot of pastors got into the business because they want to be pastors. Huh. And I had no interest in being a pastor. I had all the interest in being an evangelist, of, of bringing people to Jesus. That was huh. my stick from the very beginning. When I went to undergraduate, I went to a Bible college. And I had a, a great privilege to have a conversation with the um one of the fathers of the church growth movement, probably before you were born, um, Wynne Arn. Um, he was Donald McGavran's, um, who is the father of the church growth movement. He was Donald McGavran's uh, protege. Huh. And Wynne Arn took me aside and we, we, had, we were talking about evangelism and he put his arm, literally put his arm around my shoulder and says, Bill, if you want to do evangelism well, he said, start churches. Huh. And so I started my first church uh, less than a year later in Dothan, Alabama, and I, I've planted church with my wife from Atlanta to Seattle and um, and have done church revitalization ever since. I also like to write and communicate, which is how I got <laughs> on the radar of uh, church consulting. And uh, a, an existing consulting firm 
discovered me and yeah. mentored me. And now I'm the CEO. I'm the, I'm the second CEO of the company. So, man, that's a lot of work. Good job staying busy. That's a, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> and sane at the same time, man. That's difficult. I'm not sure I'm sane, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. So the, the churches that you go to, um, what's like the main issues that you see? The main issues? Yeah. Um, the pastor really likes his or her office. Uh, <laughs> they really do a lot of pastoral counseling, pastoral care, or sorry, um, pastoral care, which is really member care. You know, I, I ever wonder about this? If you talk about child care, who's being mm -hmm. taken care of? Children. You talk mm -hmm. about pet care, who's being taken care of? Pets. You talk yeah. about pastoral care, who's being taken care of? Everybody else but the pastor. Something's wrong <laughs> with the way we call it. It really is about member care. Um, and, 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 you know, our members need to be cared for. But the biblical mandate, the biblical model, Acts 6, Ephesians 4, is all about the members take care of the members, and the church leaders lead the church in making disciples of Jesus, showing and teaching and training others to do that within the congregation. That's the model. But most pastors are kind of, they, they want to do the pastoral care, but that's what they got into the ministry for, was to be not the savior, but they're, they're there to help people and whatnot. And, yeah. I, and I get that, but we're loving our churches to death. That's really what's happening. And pastors need to step up and lead, model, grow the church. And the church, their job, the, the members, their job is to, is to adopt them, adopt the people who come in. And huh. when new people come in, they're excited. And they haven't already invited everybody they know. Whereas most of your church members have invited everybody. Yeah. They've invited everyone they know 14 times, you know, <laughs> every, every new pastor comes in. You need to invite your neighbor. Yeah. I have 12 <laughs> times. He came once and said, yeah, no. And it's not for me, man. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I'm not a it's not for you. Person. It's not for you. That's yeah. right. And so that's where I'm at. Invited everyone, but a new person, they have all those six degrees of separation neighbors that, you know, circles of influence that they've never tapped. And so, Pastor, you get the first ones, and then your guests get the next ones. And if you're a good catalyst, which, remember, a catalyst continues to make the changes, so the catalyst continues to do the growth, um, it just keeps this cycle going where you bring in new people, you make disciples of them, which is the point. It's not to fill, put, put butts in seats. It's to mm -hmm. put hearts in Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, that, that that's where we're at. But those people who have transformed lives are excited they share and when your church gets excited churches grow that's just how it is well yeah i mean a lot of it is to fill the the seats i mean if you can't have people in the seats you can't have a church open i mean there's no money coming in and there's no doors to uh, yeah that's, that's open the, pragmatic up to the public part of it and let's be honest pragmatism is important to the church today <laughs> we have a mortgage or rent or at least utilities we have yeah. so i mean there's there's a reality there absolutely yeah reality sets in at some point that's for sure yeah, it does yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned bringing people to Jesus. Um, this is, this is an interesting concept to me. So why, why do you think, um, that you have to bring people to Jesus? Because Jesus told us to do it. And I, last I checked, he's not walking around doing it himself. Right. He's not doing it himself. I can't tell you how many uh, I advertise. I mean, that's what I do. That's how I get connected with new pastors. I talk to probably 50 to 100 pastors every week. I'm, I'm, I'm big on Facebook and I talk to pastors, have conversations, finding out what's going on because how do I keep up with the trends? I actually talk to pastors. I, <laughs> I do some reading, but mostly I talk to pastors, what's going mm -hmm. on and so on. And um, the, there's just not a lot of recycling going on anymore. There, there's the fastest growing group in the United States is the nuns, people who have quit the the religion, they walked. They didn't walk away from the church. They walked away from Jesus. Boom, we're done. Then you got the duns. I quit the church and I'm not going back. Um, and then you got the ums. And I don't remember who I read the ums about, but I love it. <laughs> ums are the people who just kind of drifted away from church. And it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, someone invites them to church. Yeah, yeah. We oh, we used to go. We, 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 we're, we're planning on going back. And it's just the um. But hmm. Jesus isn't. I get like I, said, I get notes all the time from people who say, "Well, let Jesus, you know, the Jesus that is His church, He'll grow it." Well, good luck with that. 
how's it working for you? Yeah. Um, people, we were charged with a great commission. We were told to go and, you know, often we go, well, go to all nations. Well, I'll go be a missionary. How about being a missionary to your neighborhood? Huh. How about being a missionary to your next door neighbor or your coworker or God forbid your relatives, huh. you know, actually share your faith in ways that are meaningful, relevant and transformative. And so why do we do it? Well, probably mostly because we were told to. That's a really good reason. But, you know, the, the, the other side of the Great Commission are the Great Commandments. And we do a lot of loving our neighbors, which mm. is a good thing. But if you really loved your neighbors, you'd make disciples out of them. Mm. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So, I mean, as far as, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, as, as far as God not doing it himself and requiring people to do it, that, that, I, that's kind of my issue here is, is he is all powerful. He can do everything and he wants to have a relationship with everybody. So far as I can tell in the, well, <laughs> there's different parts of different, depends on how you read it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for the most part, he wants to have a relationship with, with, let's just say your neighbor or my neighbor or me. Right. 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 So what's he do? He sends other people to do it. No, he said to make the connection. To make the connection. What, what, is it, what do you mean make the connection? Well, let, let's let's talk about the average young adult in, a, in the United States, Canada, West, the West. I mean, Europe includes at this point. They have generally, the, and the younger they are, the less knowledge they have about scripture or Jesus or, and, and what they've seen has either been through what they see on TV and, you know, TV and movies, they always portray Christians in the nicest possible way. <laughs> well, it depends on which channel you're watching, but yes. <laughs> Look, for those of you who are listening to this, I was just rolling my eyes big time. <laughs> we could all hear it. <laughs> yeah, right. You hear me rolling my eyes around my head go, really? Are you kidding me? Um, you know, and, or, or else they've, they've um, run into some red, red, red in the media. Um, or they run into a, an obnoxious Christian, and there, there's a few of us out there who were just obnoxious, you know, um, they get in the face and we shake the Bible at them, or, you know, you're going to hell if you don't, know, whatever. And it's like, mm -hmm. everyone's convinced they're going to heaven regardless. Everybody's convinced. You know, that that's, we, we whether we are or not, we're convinced. Huh. And so, you know, the, the whole, let's preach salvation, it, it falls on deaf ears because why? Well, the Bible says, the younger hmm. you are, the less authority the Bible holds in your life. You, you know, it. it's your book, not my book. It has hmm. the same amount of authority in my life as the Quran or the Bhagavad Gita has hmm. in my life. They're, they're, they're sacred books of some religion. They're not, not mine. Yeah. And, you know, the, it's not the majority of Americans yet, but the majority of younger adult Americans, they look at the Bible by and large and say, yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, yeah, probably got some truth in it. That's the word of God. Yeah, I guess it has some words of God in there. Huh. Does it apply to my life? Uh, no. <laughs> Is it authoritative? I must do this. It, it, huh. I'm going to hell. No, no. If I die, I'm going to become an angel, which is about as non-biblical as you can get. But that's what people are convinced of because it makes sense to them. Huh. And and I, I get it. But if we're going to share the faith, we're going to have to do it without rattling the Bible at them. We might yeah. want to talk about our life transformation, what Jesus has done in my life. And I was this huh. way and now I'm this way. Um, <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. So my Bible here, I'm just going to hold that up. It's a bit looked into. I uh, got a few stickers on their parental advisory content. I definitely think children should not be opening this up and reading about the horrific things that are in here without any parental guidance. Um, also, a new sticker available, BibleSaysWhat.com. It's okay to not believe. Great new sticker. Wife designed that one. I absolutely love it. Working on some shirts, but that's beside the point. So I, I read it and I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm not in the camp where I think we're all turning into angels. Um, that's for sure. Uh, as you are either. I know a lot of people who are definitely, if they're going to heaven, they're not going to be angels. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, heaven, heaven as described in the Bible doesn't sound like a very fun place anyways. I mean, there's no nighttime. First off, I love the nighttime. I'm kind of a night owl. So, I mean, that's taking away one of my favorite times of day. Well, not time of day. Anyways, but you know what I mean? Anyways, so I've read the Bible. The things in there don't add up to me. Um, you, you mentioned that Christians are there to make the connection. 
um, make the connection between uh, humans and God, correct? Yeah, it, they're, they're there to introduce. Gotcha. So God is all-powerful. He introduces himself to people apparently all the time. I've heard it several times that he is, you know, oh, God showed up for me. Oh, cool. Cool. What'd you do? Well, I asked him to. Oh, cool. Why doesn't that work for everybody? Uh, well, you know, it's all personal. It's all whatever, blah, blah, blah. So why does God need somebody else to introduce him to somebody he wants to have a relationship with him? Is he too yeah. shy? Is, is, is he want, what's, what's what, what, what does God need? Not a thing. God doesn't need anything. God and, and we are a creation. Huh. And, um, and God says, I've, I've created you, gave you free will. You can walk away if you want to. You could ignore me if you want to, hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and that's great. And you have the option. And, hmm. you know, um, what, can, can God do anything? I mean, I, I used to write a column in a newspaper for seven years every week on, you know, what, is, what does the Bible say about this? Or what is, you know, what about God? Or people ask me all sorts of questions. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, can God... Make a rock so big that he can't move. <laughs> well, let's, you know, okay. Great question. Yeah. You know, what can God do? Well, I can tell you what some things that I don't think God can do. Hmm. God has flat out given us free will. He has said, you will not be my puppets. Um, okay. he, and that that being the case, that I'm going to let you live with the integrity of your decisions. You're an adult or you're not, as the case may be, but most of us listening to this are probably adults. And, you know, and God has said, this is this, I've set it in place, and this is the rules. I'm not going to force you to do huh. the least God. I'm not going to force you to believe in me. I'm not going to force you to follow me. I'm not going to force you to do anything. And you're also going to live by, the, by you're going to live with your consequences of your actions. Because huh. there are consequences to our actions. Why does God that? Because you were stupid. You know, um, you know <laughs> bottom line is, uh, but God should save me. Why? Because you blew you blew um, white powder up your nose, got busted, and you're and you're going to jail. Wow, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that. But you mentioned free will. I'm very curious. Where where do you think we, in the Bible it says we all get free will? Well, if there's a whosoever will, but right off the bat, we from I mean, if you go back to the the story of Adam and Eve. Uh -huh. that, I mean, it, just to use that as a story, whether it's a historical um, event or not, the bottom line is God says, here it is, you decide. You know, there's, there's throughout Scripture, there's huh. examples. I don't remember seeing in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt have or you shall have free will. Yeah, that's not in there, no. <laughs> it's not there. But, uh, but it became, becomes very clear throughout Scripture from Genesis to Revelation that you get to make your own decisions and God isn't coming down and, and slapping you upside the head saying, you have to do it this way or Interesting. forces you to do it my way. Well, um, I'm going to just Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. I am God and there was no one like me declaring the end from the beginning from the ancient things or times things not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. That sounds to me like God's going to do his own bidding. Uh, we've got the Pharaoh got his heart hardened five times. That's not free will there. Uh, he hardened the entire land of uh, of Egypt. Um, he sent an evil spirit. In e okay, that's my favorite one. He sent an evil spirit to possess somebody. Saul, for instance, here. First uh, Samuel eighteen ten through nine, and First Samuel nineteen nine through ten. He he sends a sp evil spirit to possess Saul, so he throws a spear at David. That's not free will. I mean, it, it, he's he's completely taken over that man's body, but with an evil spirit. That's not free will. And then he blinds the hearts and the, uh, and eyes of the Jews, according to John twelve forty. Uh, he causes uh, unbelievers to believe a lie, and then he punishes them for it in Second Thessalonians two eleven. And you did mention that the Garden of Eden, which is an interesting one, because he took those trees he knew would cause the fall of man, and he put them. Not on the moon, not underground in some locked away cavern. He put them right directly. The Bible says in the middle of the garden, in the middle of a garden full of people, well, two people that do not have the knowledge of good and evil. They don't have that knowledge. God can tell them all the crap he wants to, but they don't have the knowledge of good and evil. God knows this. 
So like kids, like 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 kids in a daycare, right? So we've got a poison tree that's going to cause the, them to die if they partake of it in the middle of a daycare. And then he lets the bad guy in. There's a back door somewhere. He says, come on, come on, come on, come on. Now, now convince them. Because he knows what's going to happen. He knows exactly what's going to happen if you let Satan or the snake, because it doesn't really say Satan, but that's a whole other side thing. Leave the implication. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so uh, where is the free will in that? Yeah, they, they had a choice whether to eat the tree or not, but did they have yeah, a choice whether to have be tempted by the tree? They had a choice. Right. I mean, but even, did they have a choice to be tempted or not to be tempted? Of course you do. You don't have any choice. You have no choice of being tempted or not tempted. You're they had tempted. no choice. They had no choice. Though God said, you're going to have this tree in the middle of the garden, and then I'm going to send the bad guy in to convince you. Did they have a choice? Where's their free will in that? They God intervened. The choice is there. I mean, that's what you said. But, I mean, here's here's the deal. What I mean, is, here's hmm. here, One of the realities of faith hmm. is that I don't have all the answers. Hmm. That's just kind of how no, it is. 100%, yeah. And here's the deal is, is if God is God, hmm. if, okay, if, if there is a God, and if God is indeed God, hmm. then... I'm diddly squat in this in this thing, and we try to reason and figure it all out. I got bad news for us. That's beyond us. But God's, I mean, the, the scriptures say, and you know, my way is not what your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. You can't figure this out. Hmm. Um, Karl Barth said, uh, and I love I love this quote. I'm not a big Karl Barth fan, but it's one of the ones we had to study in seminary. But he hmm. says, anything you say about God is immediately not true about God, which I don't buy that. But That's interesting. <laughs> what, what, what he's saying is, we don't. God is is knowable and completely unknowable. And what makes sense to God, who is the you know, if 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 again by faith, if he is the creator, mm-hmm. he gets to decide, you know, what he does. Just like Apple decided what this was for and how it works, you yeah. know, and on my iPad and so on and so forth. I you know I I can question till the cows come home. And I do. I, I have lots of questions. I got three stinking degrees in this stuff. Uh-huh. And I can tell you, the more degrees I got, the less sure I was of anything that was written in Scripture, anything that that was is, is done of the church or said of the church or whatever. But there's one thing I know for sure for me is that I've seen God work. And I've, I know I've for got sure. a, I have a relationship. I've had a conversation this morning, had conversations with God. No, he did not speak out loud back to me. Doesn't work that way for most people. I've <laughs> known people who said that they had that, and some of them, I, I believe that that's probably what happened. Hmm. Some of them, maybe not so much. But anyway, that that. But the reality is, is I've seen the hand of God. Can is it? Could it possibly be coincidence? Sure, absolutely. Could it be coincidence? Huh. But here's the difference: huh. is if I'm right. Um. Then, well, let me back back up. If I'm wrong, if there is no God, if at the end of this life it all goes black, you know, I become ant food or worm food, whatever, I will have spent my life, at least in my opinion, helping people have better lives. On the other hand, if the scriptures are right and mm-hmm. I've done nothing about it, then there's some blood on my hands. Mm-hmm. Which choice will I make? Personally, I've chosen this. Not everyone does. I'm okay with that. Jesus was really okay with that. He he didn't chase anyone down and say, when they said, I'm done with you, I'm walking away. He never chased anyone down and said, hey, 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 let's talk about this. Let me, let me talk about compromise or you know, let's, let's, let's renegotiate. He said, bye. So uh, you're okay You're okay with going to hell in the other religions or being destroyed in the other religions or all the other things that happen to you after you're dead with the other religions. Okay. I, that, that's, that's why I do what I do. So you've only you've picked one though, Bill. You, you've picked Christianity because that's you don't want to go to hell. You want you'd rather go to heaven. Or no, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, don't put words in my mouth. Yeah, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you, you, you did it because you 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 have blood on your hands. You'd probably be guilty for no, not saving no, people. That's, that's not, none of that is why. You don't, again, you said blood don't on your hands. I, th- I could have sworn you said blood on your hands. Those are consequences of action. Right, action. right. That's so what about these other religions where you're not saving those people? When did I? When did you presume I don't try to save those people? No, 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 no. See, other religions believe other things. That's right. Not just 
not just saving people with Jesus. There's they, other they, gods they that can every, save. They have every right to be wrong too. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or I might be wrong. I don't know. Right. But so I exactly. Presume, I presume because that of you my, have the right one. That I have the right one. Is that gotcha. arrogant? Well, that's, that's as arrogant as an atheist who says there is no God. They better be right. <laughs> they better be right. Or else what? Well, if they're not right, or else one of those religions is going to smack them down, or not as the case may be. But here's the deal is we choose our faith, and everyone chooses a faith, whether an atheism is a faith. It's a faith that there is no deity. What? Okay, so hold on, hold on. So you have faith that there is no Santa Claus? I have a belief there's no Santa Claus. So faith. You have whatever. a belief that there is no Santa Claus. Or okay. do you lack a belief in Santa Claus? Either way. Either way. So it's okay to lack a belief in something and say you don't have faith in it, right? The definition of religion is the practice of what we believe. That's the de- that's the that's a social How is atheism practicing what we believe? Okay, well first I didn't know you were an atheist, but that, that... Oh, I'm an agnostic atheist actually. But All right. that's... So it, again, it's, it's 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 irrelevant in the conversation. Now this is a, a good theological No, I'm just curious though. But you know, no, I, I I get that. But the um the back up, take a dip, take a breath, get so I can get my head, head <laughs> Sorry. All right, well, okay. But coffee's you know, kicking in. How how is your belief or non-belief or no. whatever? How is that religion? It's it sociologically. It's you practice. I mean, here we are on this podcast, uh-huh. have this conversation uh-huh. based on your faith, lack of faith, or beliefs, lack of beliefs, or whatever. You're, you're, and don't get me wrong, I, it, this is not a positive or negative, it's just a what is. You're on this podcast because of? Because I see the influence that religion has on the world that is around me. I see the influence that it had on my growing up, my upbringing, uh, my life in general. And I have tons of converse, uh, tons of questions after deconverting um, and reading the Bible. And sure. who who else to go to with these questions? But they experts, right? So you know, and and people who've experienced this and who have been there, right. and and plus, I just love the conversation. Everybody's so right. unique, and, 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 and I'm, <laughs> I'm great with the conversation. Okay, please, please hear me. I'm great with the conversation and and the back and forth. It's 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 good for me. I hope it's good for you. And I hope it's good for the listeners. It's um, fun. And, and and my job isn't to convince. My job isn't to convince anybody. Hmm. And that the, the Great Commission isn't about. Hmm convincing anyway you can't i can't argue someone into the into belief if you, you can't argue, argue someone into belief no you can't it's, it's, it's good yeah no you can't but if someone has if someone has a belief you, you can't argue them out of it either well i mean yeah i guess it goes either way it just depends on the person the situation blah 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 yeah yeah right and it again depends on what you've experienced you know mm-hmm. and and life experience is huge in uh-huh. determining someone's faith one of the one of the things i will you know for my understanding of culture and uh-huh. yes i've seen religion do some hideous horrible things uh-huh. not just christianity but definitely christianity not just islam, <laughs> but definitely islam not just i mean hinduism is is meant to be non-violent i look in india and go wow there that some of that gets out of hand sometimes all, all religion corrupts yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Because the problem is, is, we start getting power. We start thinking we're right, and everyone's let's let's off people or force them to believe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, at least biblically, I don't see that. Or mm-hmm. you know, it, at least in the New Testament, from the Jesus part. <laughs> on, okay? Good clarification there. I'm an, I'm a New Testament kind of guy. I of think course, yeah, that's how it works. The old when Jesus said, you know, I've come to fulfill the covenants. For me, my understanding, and, and some of the writers of the New Testament go along with it, that says, you know, he put a line and said, all done, this is the new. Um, which is why That's a whole other question right there. That's so confusing to me. Like, like, how does that work? He just decided that these perfect, holy, righteous, and good laws that have been going for hundreds of years are just now mute. And he's he's here now because it's it doesn't I, matter. I, I don't, they're not mute. They're covered under, under the two that he gave. So, they, so we still follow those laws? Um, I ate ham for Easter, which is about as stupid as I think you can get. We, <laughs> we, we eat pork on the on the celebrate a, a, a um, Jewish guy's resurrection. Well, Never 
sense to me, but that's what my family has always done. And it's like, I tried lamb. I tried to do lamb twice. And my family goes, Ew, we don't eat lamb. So anyway, it was, I did try, but um, yeah. <laughs> so be, be that as it may, you know, I mean, the, the, uh, the, the scholars, mm. not necessarily me, but the scholars, the kind of site have said that the, the law was given to the Israelites or mm. the Hebrews to begin with the Israelites, the Israelites later, uh-huh. but it was given to the Hebrews and it was not again, <laughs> I'm just citing them. I'm not saying what I believe necessarily, but <laughs> what I've, what I've studied, mm. like I said, I got lots of degrees. Um, and, and that, that, that the scholars have said it was given to the Hebrews. It was their covenants. It wasn't a covenant for the whole world. It was a covenant to the Hebrews. And uh-huh. so the laws, the you know the Levitical laws, the Deuteronomical laws, and etc. The, the Torah mm-hmm. was given to the eventually they were the Jewish people, but they weren't to begin with. That that came much later, um, way after all that was at least enacted, um, and that, um, that 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 was given to them, and it didn't apply to the rest of the world per se. That they that 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 um, the Egyptians weren't told they couldn't have pork or shrimp. Or optimist. Anyway, doesn't matter. Well, no. Um, so, so I mean, that's that's how some. Again, not necessarily me, because again, here we here, here we go. My my point, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. Thank you. Bill. I don't that's to good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I can argue what they say. I can't argue what I say because right. I don't know. But my no. my point though is, Bill, like like these laws, Romans seven twelve. The law is holy and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. It's all the laws of God are good. The law is perfect according to Psalm 19.7. So these are God's perfect holy laws. These are things he set in motions because why? Because he thought they were a great idea. Okay. Right? I mean, he wouldn't put a law in motion unless he thought it was a great idea. Presumptive, pres- presumably. Presumably. <laughs> So my problem is these stock in a book that you don't take a lot of stock in. (laughs) No, but you do. And so do like millions of other people. Not necessarily the same way you do. Again, I have a bookmark in it and there's an old covenant. But the old covenant still is there. It was still said. It was still thought out. It was still a thing at one point. That's my point. That's that's what I'm trying to get to. God thought this was a great idea. It was flat too. Well, four corners of the earth. It's still in Revelation. But right. that, what I'm saying is these are not good ideas. These are God's perfect ideas. These are not good ideas. Okay. Leviticus 24, 13 through 16, anyone who blasphemes the name of, of Yahweh must be put to death. Do you think that's a good idea? Not now. Was it a good idea then? Um, For the Israelites, apparently, or for the Hebrews. Why? Why know. would that be a good idea, Bill? Here, here's, here's the reality. Is one of the one of the things that I've again other scholars have said, um, historical folks, is that there's a lot of laws that apparently they didn't do a lot of stoning of a lot of people who broke some of those laws. You could take a kid out for disobeying you and have him stoned. That was, I mean, that was yeah, it's that's why you know you but but there's no evidence that it ever happened. Bill, Bill, there's no evidence that like 90% of this stuff never happened. They are. So, I mean, I I love it. Thank you, Bill. Um, But like, these are not good laws. That's that's all I'm trying to say here. These are not a good idea. And Yahweh thinks they're great ideas. So uh, burning prostitute, Leviticus 21. Yahweh said they were good ideas. Ah, there we go. So different things. So. Yes. So what is the Bible to you, Bill? What like Second Timothy 3.16, it's all scriptures, Yahweh, Yahweh breathed and useful for Bear in mind that when, when Paul wrote that to Timothy, that he was not talking about the New Testament because there was no New Testament. Right. It did not apply right. to Matthew through Revelation. He was talking about the old the old stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and they so what is it to me? Yeah. To me, it is the way in which I am informed of the historical Judeo-Christian faith, and I choose to make 
the new covenant applicable to my life. And so it do, do I, in all matters of faith, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, so I have zero faith that the earth is flat. Okay. I think it's a metaphor. I think that, you know, whatever I, you know, and just, I'm, I'm a scientist's son. So I was born <laughs> and raised a skeptic. My dad, my dad um, lived and died and breathed a um, scientific Christian. He was a Christian, not Interesting. a scientist. He was just a Christian. Um, in fact, we were part of the Christian church. That was the name of the denomination mm-hmm. we were in. But anyway, so, I mean, he was just flat out Christian. But on the other hand, you know, when he looked at Genesis, he says, yeah, yeah, probably 4 billion years, 5 billion years it took to create the heavens and the earth. And he said, and, and it's like, Dad, how do, you, how do you reconcile that? Well, I mean, hmm. he didn't know Hebrew, so he didn't realize that the word day is yom, which means period of time. It doesn't mean sunrise and sunset. Um, which is really hard for the first three, first two or three days because there wasn't a sun and a moon to have a sunrise and a sunset. Yeah, how's that work? No, yeah, that's right. So, so <laughs> it, it, you, know, you know, we translate it as day. It's mm. a metaphor. You know, God did this. And that's, that's what my dad said. God did it. Um, and Interesting. That, so was there a firmament too? Because it, it talks about a firmament and, you know, he opens the windows yeah. of heaven with the yeah, magic space water. water. Pouring down. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's, it's amazing. We sent all those satellites up and not one of them <laughs> punctured that hole. You know, they just kept going. Expanding, expanding. You know, they, again, they were non-scientific. They had no idea. They wrote what they right. wrote. And yes. were reflecting what they wrote. They so, were just trying to make sense of the world around them using their God, like everybody else did. Like yeah. everybody else did at that time. That's what they were doing. Except for they kept, except for they kept seeing these weird things happen that apparently were, you know, miraculous kind of things, and they and well, so did these other people the, with their that's other right, lives. exactly. So yeah. did the others. Yeah, so it all others. works. It's all just stories. All just stories, and that's how I see it. But that's they may be stories, but there may be some truth to the stories. And so you know, again, uh, there's there. Hmm. I, I go back to a, a guy who died and came back to life. Ah, um, physically. and we're back to Jesus. And if, if a, a guy did that and, and said he was going to do it and he did, then I want to listen to him. All right. Well, let's go to Jesus then. I, well, well, we'll go. Well, yeah, we'll go to Jesus. So would you, Bill, <laughs> there's so many things. This is great. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate this. Um, so would you, Bill, slaughter the innocent to forgive the guilty? Define. I don't have no idea what you what what you mean by that. Are you, Would you slaughter the innocent to forgive the guilty? That's I, exactly I, what. I, yeah. Okay, you, are you talking about the atonement? Hebrews nine twenty two. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Okay. So God is unable or unwilling. Now he's not a, unable because it happens in there. He's unwilling to forgive mankind without the slaughtering of the innocent. I've always so, had trouble with that. Did Jesus commit suicide? <laughs> well, or right, hang on. Did Jesus commit suicide? If he was all powerful, he could have stopped it, right? Um, so, did he did he commit divine mm-hmm. suicide? Is God an abuser who you know killed <laughs> his own son? You know, or you know, or or is God this bus- person that can't go? Okay, you're forgiven. Waves his magic wand or whatever, and that's that. Or just and says it, you're forgiven. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know. So, I mean, so what? What is? What is? No magic. Yeah. Right. Well. Whatever. You know. That's. that's <laughs> If God is God, why can't God do that? And that it, always really struggled with me. And then, hmm. so the way I have come to terms with that, with peace, uh-huh. today, I guess, really, is that um, I'm, I am a child of the Vietnam War era, did not go. Um, I was a little young to actually go, hmm. um, but I have friends who did, and I have acquaintances who died. And I've, I've heard lots of stories. I, you know, I, again, grew up with that stuff. Yeah. And I, I heard the stories, didn't know anyone who actually did this, but I've heard the stories, read the stories, and you have too, of the, you know, the grenade that fell into the foxhole and some brave person or idiot, as the case may be, <laughs> jumped on it. The grenade went off and killed them. Yeah. And it saved everybody else. Yeah. That's kind of how I see the crucifixion resurrection account, but the crucifixion side of it. Who threw the grenade in your scenario? Satan, humanity, people, 
Wow. So God allowed Satan or humanity to throw a grenade that again, again, here we are back to free will. God allowed. Yes. God put it in place and y'all do what you got to do. Yeah. That's not free will. That's interference. That's an interference by an outside force. When you you take your hands off, that's not interference. After you throw a grenade and you take your hands off, it's your fault still. You throw your hands in the air, man. You still got a circular circular argument. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) So, so, so is was was Hitler responsible for every grenade thrown in? If he ordered it to be done, yes. Only if he ordered it to be done. Did he did he rise up the army that started it? Yes. Did he did he yes, of course he's responsible for every single grenade, every single gas chamber that started. So he's, he's, he's responsible for all anti-Semitism. I mean, to go by your logic, he's responsible no. for all anti-Semitism. All the things that happened in the war that he that he started, huh? I would say he's responsible for. And again, God is all-powerful and all-knowing. Hitler is just a maniac. God knows exactly what's going to happen when he puts his trees there. How are we defining free will? Let's let's my my definition here is the ability to decide what to do independently of any outside influence. Independently of any outside influence, if and you put two no one, trees that, that, in front of me and make by me your decide, definition, there is no free will. By any by any defect, de- there's defect, no free will. You don't have free will, and you don't have free will in the United States. It doesn't bother. Democracy you. is a sham. That um, you know that you're that all the rest of this is totally yeah. So if if you're a determinism guy where everyone is manipulating you, you know, right. and it doesn't and, really matter. It doesn't affect my 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 day to day, honestly though. But but but, but the but free will are we gonna... hang on, Michael, it does. <laughs> it doesn't because matter. You're no, being, <laughs> because you're being manipulated by every force out there. Who's manipulating me, Bill? Uh well let's besides see. my kids and my wife. Whoever whoever the president <laughs> is dog. Who, who, whoever is demanding that you pay taxes, whoever is making the wow. light go for you, who yeah. You know, again, if you have no free will, uh-huh. because there's other outside forces, you know, then then none of us have free will. Hmm. It, but on anything, we're we're being manipulated by culture, which hmm. is absolutely true. We're being manipulated by uh, political forces. We're being, I mean, you know, by, by that by your logic or by your argument. There is no such thing as free will anywhere. I'm okay with that, Bill. Okay, well, there you are. I'm okay with that. Yeah. No. So, how does that fit in with your uh, religion, though? With with God, if God See, can do whatever I, He wants and does buy, whatever He, uh-huh. I don't buy into your definition. Just like you well, don't. How do you define free will? Huh? How are you defining free will? I, I take out the whole the whole um, outside forces. If I have a choice, I can I can choose. All right, I can choose take, to hang up and say I'm not talking to you. Which is, well, don't do know, that, I mean, that's Bill. Kind of, no, no, I'm not going to. No, no, I, that would be petty. Okay, that would be petty, and it would, and it wouldn't be as much fun as this. I'm having a great, <laughs> you know. I, I, my my job is not to convince you or your listeners. Hmm. And if you think for one minute you're going to convince me after 65 years in the faith, you're you're deluded. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's just that's just where it is. But I'm also okay. not deluded that I'm going to change your mind. It's okay. Mm. This is a, this is a conversation, mm. and I, and I hope that it's a fun conversation to yeah. listen to and for you to be here. You know that I hope that I don't threaten you, and you sure as hell don't threaten me. So yeah, you know, I mean, that's the bottom line. We're 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 having a a a ethereal conversation, yeah. and you know, and and you know, one of the your religion or non-beliefs as the case may be you have definitions philosophically you have definitions and i have different definitions for the same term which is part of the problem throughout history 100 percent. but i'm using the dictionary bill i'm using the dictionary okay, okay. That's, it's a different bible okay it's a different bible you know you you said someone says this is what it says well let me i, I could pull out the theologians who say the same thing in different words it's like you know, where do you choose your what is truth or fact, as the case may be? And I see the difference between truth and fact. Um, but, you know, you here's your here's where you come from, and I go, that's interesting. I don't buy it. And you're looking where I come from. And you go, that's interesting. I don't buy it. But let me That's tell okay. you why I don't buy it. And in okay. Daniel 4.35, all the people of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of earth. And there are so many places in here. 2 Thessalonians 2.10-11, they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them powerful delusions so that they will believe the lie. 
There is no free will, especially when it comes to God. God does whatever he pleases. It says it several times. Free will be damned, Bill. Where is the free will? Where is it? Besides, I, I mean, it, Adam and Eve, clearly not. There's a, there's a bad guy let in. There's trees. You, well, the oh, so the influence. So, you, man, yeah, <laughs> your definition is baffling me. Um, Vice versa. Free will. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm going straight from the dictionary hill here. And, and and it just doesn't like, like, and how I, do you. I'm going through, and I'm going through a book that predates your, 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 uh, your dictionary by thousands of years. Right, but the re- the word free will is not defined in there. Not not in those words. In any word, how is the free will defined? Where where, where is the definition of free again, will in the Bible? Again, you know, we we go back to the beginning of this conversation. It's not in terms of the 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 Bible is not a historical book. It's not an English book. It's not a who math you, book. Who do you science. see as having free will? Like, what which story and can you point to anything yeah, specifically? Again, again, by my definition, Adam and Eve had free will, and again. Mm. You know, it's, it's an account, but David had free will, Saul had free will, and I get what you Saul said. Saul had well, free will even when that spirit was? Again, again, interpretation of what was seen at the time. I, you know, I, I don't know how to, you know, I, I don't get to, um, huh. I, I don't get to say, well, okay, I'm not, I, I'm not God, and I don't know how it works. I mean, that's yeah. just reality. But it doesn't make sense, I'm, though, Bill. That's That's where I'm at. When it doesn't make sense... And then the next thing doesn't make sense. And the next thing doesn't make sense sense to us. God doesn't have to make sense. Because I tend to believe things that make sense. Yeah. That's that. We're going down to your belief system that you don't have in God. I don't believe in God, but you're, but you're still going to your belief system. You don't believe it makes sense. Right. It does not make sense to me, Bill. And for me to believe in something, for me to accept something as fact, you know, there has to be evidence and, and it makes sense. And, and, and it has to add up. It has to add up. And and I don't see anything in the Bible that really adds up. What adds well, up in there I'm for you? Pretty much pretty much the whole Jesus story, pretty much the we whole went to Jesus, yeah. parts of the Old Testament. You know, so the, we, we we did establish the Jesus part there. You would not we're almost done. I'm sorry here, Bill. Sorry. Uh but but um you would not slaughter the innocent to forgive the guilty, correct? That's where we were at. We we decided that was you wouldn't do I, that. I, I, again, I I, I don't see Trying this to help you, Bill. Water part, but I, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. Oh, cheer! <laughs> I, I cheer just came out. <laughs> you know, sometimes my heel will hit the lid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> shrinking a little bit here. The in the back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the Jesus thing, but could God? I mean, He has in other places, but could He have chosen not? Yeah, absolutely. God, done God, God could choose whatever God wants to choose. So why do you think he chose such a bloody, deadly thing or, or way to go about things? Why do you think he chose that? All right, so I'm I'm, I'm going to put my theology out there for you. That's 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 kind of on the odd side, I think. That most people don't like. I love it. I love those. It's a great I way to start think, a sentence, Bill. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think life means squat. Hmm. I don't think human life, we, we put a lot of stock in human life. We put a lot, a lot of stock in life. This is very, very important to us. Uh, yeah, because it's all we have, Bill. Yeah, well, okay. That, that's all you have. A, a, yes. A your belief system. So I'm going to make it important in the best. So, right. But yeah. for me and my understanding of all this is that I have a spiritual life. And I'm stuck in a body. That's sad, right. Bill. That, that, that doesn't matter. And the body is 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 going to come to an end probably in 10 15 20 years 30 years my wife would like to say 30 30 years you, you got at least 30 years <laughs> all right maybe yeah. it, here's the deal i'm gonna die you're gonna die this yep. body is going to come to an end it's a body it's a mm-hmm. biomechanical machine and that's what it is in my understanding and that it is nothing more than a biomechanical machine the me hmm. is eternal. It's it's there's there's something's going to happen to the me again. My belief when we're done, call it your spirit, call it your soul. That, that my wife and I argue about that all the time. Hmm. She's also a theologian. Um, but you know, we we is it a spirit or a soul? Well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> and where then, does it know, come from? Huh? <laughs> yeah, right, it, yeah, right. Exactly. You know, it, it came from what was that movie? 
Soul Factory. From the Gulf Bag or something like that. And, and they were making, you know, um, the, the, the sparrows. Every time a sparrow came and you get, well, anyway, it's it's something from the Kabbalah, I'm told. I don't know. I don't remember. It was I a, have to. Yeah, that sounds interesting. But anyway, um, I probably have the, it's not, it may not be Gulf, maybe Gulf. I don't know what it is. Anyway, be that way. <laughs> the, the soul's here and the body's going to die. And then mm-hmm. we go on, if you will, to new birth of whatever that looks like. And, you know, I mean, it, I, I'll, I won't argue with you. Heaven is an interesting place. Most of the revelation heaven, is, most of us don't go to heaven in, in mm-hmm. revelation. We end up on earth because the new Jerusalem comes down onto earth and that's where we live forever. I, again, I, all metaphor as far as I can tell, yeah. but you know, whatever, it's, it's, it's fine. It, I, don't, I don't get to know. We're not apparently meant to know whatever about what comes after this. Huh. What we, we don't know. That, yeah, but... You know, and again, if I'm wrong, I won't know. <laughs> you know, and but if I'm right, mm. I'll know, and I'll we'll find out. You know, whatever. But if, if I may, mm. we put a lot of stock in this biomechanical stuff. Yep. This biomechanical stuff apparently breaks down pretty easy. If your car hits it, mm. it doesn't always bounce very well. And yeah. if you, if outside forces of eating red dye number whatever gives you cancer then it attacks you and your body kills you or the red not a very great design yeah well exactly it's very weak but but here's here's my understanding that or my belief i don't know it's my understanding Hmm. but it's the it's is that we take our we take this life way too seriously in terms of of um trying to hang on to it yeah. And trying to uh, make sense of it all. Mm. We are a finite, very finite, can't think more than two thoughts at one time. We're binary, mm. um, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> um, and we're not God. And I, I yeah, no, I'm complete opposite there, man. I, I want every second I can with my family, with my loved ones, with my, with my life, with, with the world around me. I want to stretch it out as possible because this is all I have. That's why it's so important, Bill. That's why it's so important. No argument. I I want it all too, but here's the deal. I got bad news for you. You're going to die, dude. That's what makes it so special, Bill. It's because I know I'm going to die, and it's a limited amount of time I have here, a limited amount of of, of things I can say and do. Right, and so so it's special to you. And 100 years from now, unless someone happens to cross this this, this, – podcast or they'll look you up on ancestry today I, you'll I don't be care, Bill. right i, I, I don't I, care bill right. i my life is my life i get to experience it and that's all i care about what what i'm going to leave behind it most likely won't my podcast or anything my i do won't really last past my death but what i can do while i'm here is try to make this place better try to have those conversations you know and and, and help other people out um well, my, my kids I, what's that Welcome into my world. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I dedicated my life well, to. I don't use a documented child killer, though, Bill. I don't introduce people to an invisible documented child killer to do that. I, I can be a good person without that guy, without this book that tells me to, to, to kill my neighbors because they worship the wrong god. I mean that that's ridiculous. I can't be a good source of morals, a guy who does all those things. Yeah, so you won't find that in the New Testament. Off on a tangent. Well, he, he is his hell real, Bill? Is hell real? I hope not, but I suspect that it might be. I'm, I live my life. Did God it. create hell on purpose? Again, I know there's a whole lot of people who say Does no. God know everything? Does God know everything? Yes. Does God? So he God? knows that when he created hell, he would send me there because I'm not going to believe. That's again, you're not God and I'm not God. I don't get to, dis- I don't get to speak for God. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's ridiculous. I don't think I deserve hell for because he hasn't shown up to my birthday I don't party think, I don't or think said hello. Deserve hell either. <laughs> Good. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, that, but, but again, I'm not God. I don't get to make the rules. He is not going to ask me, hey, should Michael go to heaven or hell? I don't know. He's to, already made that decision. Not a vote. Yeah. Yeah. He's already right. made that decision. Right. For and, me. and, you know, and one of the things we didn't chase down, which is it would be a, lo- and a very interesting conversation, mm-hmm. is predestination and the elect versus. Uh. You know, and it's like, wow, because biblically you can prove both of those. You want to get yeah. confused? Try, try that. You know, so again, for me, mm. and again, my my stuff, and just just like you, I'm trying to figure it out too. Mm. The difference is, is that I mean, the real difference is, is that I've chosen to say this is my textbook. 
for mm -hmm. trying to understand. And you're saying this is not my textbook. And that's, uh, again, I'm okay with that. I could, I could tell you there's a lot better textbooks out there, 100%. Yeah, I've, I've read most of them, and I kind of like the one I have. Huh. So, what, what makes it so special, Bill? It's the only one where God or the divine being uh -huh. has reached out and wants a relationship. With no, what? No, there's there's tons of gods out there that have reached out and talked to humanity. Example, no, 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 not to talk with. I said to be in relationship with. Name what do you mean, be in a relationship with? Relationship. I again having conversation today. You know, this morning when I when I got up, so and God showed up. You guys talked at breakfast, and then he went off on. And it was why it was, it was jolly way breakfast. But yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> did he come down and sit down in my in my living Bill, room? I had a conversation with Spider Man today too. Well, good for you. Thank Over you. breakfast. We just sit there and talk about the day, how I'm going to do things. He gives me encouragement. Yeah. It's, He's very it, real. It, yeah, there you are. So we're both delusional. Oh, Jesus, Bill, I'm not delusional. I just talked to Spider-Man. That's so rude. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I didn't say you were delusional. I wasn't. I said we're both yeah, delusional. Well, you know. I, it's a, it's, a, it's a fine line there. It's a fine line. I don't like the delusion, uh, the word, but... Um, Honestly, though, if I can have a conversation with Spider-Man, and Spider-Man actually, I can hear his physical voice in my head echoing through the chasm of my brain. Mm -hmm. So what makes it different between my conversation with Spider-Man and your conversation with God? I have no idea. I can't speak for you. I just know that where my conversation is and you're where, and that that's, it's, um, it's, it's made my life what it is today. And that's not interesting. A bad I actually got better when I when I left religion. Um, I became a better person. I strive to every day, a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, there's that one percent. If you can just do one percent better today and every day, you know, then you blah blah blah. Yeah, I try. I strive. You know, I'm not I'm not a perfect person. Hundred percent, nobody is. But as long as you try and do your best, I think we're on the right track. Right, um, and, and that's and, where I'm at. And here's my and here's my deal is this is the path that I've chosen. Mm -hmm. My again, my job is in in my understanding of my job as a pastor consultant, coach, scholar, writer, is to offer what I've experienced, to offer what I've seen experienced, and and say, this works. And it works for me, and it works for several billion people around the world. And you know what? It doesn't work for everybody. And right. I don't get to explain that, I don't, but I don't have to explain it. You know? Well, I mean, if, well, if it doesn't work for this person, they're like, well, it's just not working for me. Are you going to keep trying to convince them or tell them, hey, there's this guy, Mike, I talked to. He's a, a agnostic atheist. Them. He's a good person. Without God. So maybe I that's their thing. I don't to convince anyone. I share what I've, what I've experienced. I share how I see it. Hmm. And just like, you know, again, I go by, back to the, my model, Jesus, who said, here it is. Take it or leave it. And huh. that's kind of where he was. He never, he never cajoled, threatened, argued, or tried well. to Anyone. He never, he never threatened, cajoled, or argued, except for those who were hypocrites. He and, voiced uh, in their face, left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. He had no use for hypocrites, you know, mm -hmm. none. Mm -hmm. uh, and and you know, I, um, I'm more tolerant of that because I know where I'd be. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not every bit as good as I would like myself to be. Yeah, well, we all, again, we all strive to do better, but you know, we're only right. human. We do our best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bill. This has been a, a blast. I would definitely like to have you come back. There's so many more little things we can talk to. And you're, you're a great interlocker. So go ahead and uh, plug your stuff. Uh, any last words? Go ahead. Yeah. Plug my stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um, affect the church group. And if you are if you are of this persuasion, um, then, you know, we, we can talk, should talk. And, uh, and, and if you're not, God bless you. And, you know, I, 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 I pray I'm wrong. Um, and, but it, here's the deal is I don't get to decide. And, you know, I just, I enjoyed the conversation. It's fun. And, hmm. you know, again, I have no, I'm not under the delusion that you're going to convince me, nor I'm no. going to convince you. <laughs> no one gets argued into a religion. Hmm. Um, sometimes perhaps they get argued out of, hmm. um, but, but no one gets argued into, um, you know, it's, it's really faith is an experiential kind of thing, at least hmm. in this day and age. And, um, and it goes from there. So faith, man, we are talking about faith next time. That is for sure. Faith and prayer next time you heard it here. Thank you so much, Bill, for your time. Thanks, Take Michael. care. Stay safe out there. We'll keep well, in contact, man. Bye-bye.
And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Next week on The Bible Says What? And by we, I mean Christians, will read a lot of scripture that says, you know, God loves you or something, something you, or you should do, 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 do. And we will read that in a singular way, right? Like, uh-huh. oh, God's talking to me, me personally. Yeah. But the truth is, a lot of times in scripture, when <laughs> he's you He's not talking you, at all. <laughs> but, okay. But... <laughs>